and welcome everybody to the Northwest Convergence Zone. Big D here with you once again. Hope you're having a great week. Hope your week went well. And thank you for tuning in once again. We really appreciate it. I know summer is a busy time for lots of people. You're on vacation and out and about. I hope uh, everything is going your way. Sun is shining and you're just having a blast. I know we are. And uh, let's, enter, let's go around and say, hey, D Double D, how you doing, bud? Doing great. Just enjoying this uh, midsummer fun and nice, work. And uh, yeah, nice weather. Yep. Yeah, excellent. Good. Guys, good to have you here as always. And Wonder Boy? Doing awesome. Yeah, how's your summer rolling? Great. Yeah, you busy? You staying busy? Is your dad working you? Staying busy, doing everything. You guys still doing concrete at 4 in the morning or whatever that was? <laughs> not no, recently. Not recently. Yeah. Good. And, uh, of course, over here. Big Joe. Big Joe, how you doing, bud? Doing great. Greetings and salutations from the city of destiny to everyone. Hope you're having a great summer so uh, far. We um, are. Yeah, we're having a good time. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. Well, uh, for those of you who uh, are looking for us on the website or on, on the internet, that big wide world web thing that I can't quite explain to my mom. She can never quite get exactly what's going on there. Is that thing I don't need right? the internet. I just need... <laughs> Computer? I just need uh, my email. That's right. That's what yeah. she says. That's what my mom says. I don't need the internet. I just need to get onto my uh, my Hotmail. <laughs> it's okay. Anyway, we do have a website, www.nwconvergencezone.com. And we appreciate and everybody who's you know looking into it, checking into it. We, we're going to try to update it uh, here and there. And we also are on iTunes under Northwest Convergence Zone. We're actually still maintaining pretty steady presence on the new and notable, which I think is pretty cool. Yes. As you scroll across, there's four. It's uh, if you go to podcasts and comedy, and at the top there is a like about a it's a bar that says new and notable, and there's four pictures of brand new shows or shows that they consider new and notable. And you click a little arrow, and there's actually four pages, four scrolls. And we're, we're always in there somewhere. It's rare that we have dropped out of that. And the interesting thing, I think, mostly is, is if as you scroll through and you see all those other shows, those are almost all professional or, you know, pr former professionals, people who are doing it on the side, like Frosty, Heidi, and Frank, and the Pretty Good Podcast, um, the, the Single Life, uh, Brian Whitman's on there doing the fake podcasts and Malibu Dan and uh, Stacy or Tracy or whatever her name is. Those guys are all from KSLX and down in the in the uh, Southern California. So they had an audience they brought with them to the podcast. And here we are. We're like the little podcast that could. But I thought <laughs> right. I thought we are I, professionals. Well, I thought, we I thought are. I was getting paid. Well, Daryl, yeah, uh, I thought you were going to pay I me. Checks in the mail, buddy. I thought okay, when you I'll said there look. for a second that I thought you were channeling uh, Alex Trebek, and I thought you said potent potables. The, yes, that uh, I'll take potent potables for a hundred, Alex. <laughs> New and notable, okay. New and, and notable. notable, yeah. So anyway, that's very cool. But we are on iTunes, and if you have an iTunes account, uh, and obviously if you're listening to this, I guess you could be listening to it off our website. Right. We post them all As there. As do I. Right. But if you do have an iTunes or you have a friend who has an iTunes account, it doesn't cost anything to subscribe. So when I say subscribe to our podcast, it's not a financial thing. This is all free, and you just click subscribe. And all that does is, well, it gives us numbers that we appreciate because we can kind of keep track of things. But it, it will automatically put it into your podcast or iTunes file, and, and uh, you don't have to come to the 
our site every time and click it. So I, I'd listen to it on iTunes if I had a more advanced computer. Right. Well, I the, have the, the I have one the, with the hamster running in it. Is no, no, it's, obsolete. it's kind of the Fred Flintstone model. It's just a big boulder that has a screen in it. <laughs> Did you chisel that out of the stuff, the rock from your yard? It's a little slow. <laughs> well, and also uh, last week. We did the I Can Relate um, feature, yes. Feature, yeah. It yeah. was very cool, and we've been cool. getting some responses from that. We're actually going to wait till next week to uh, reveal the uh, the winners, and we're, we're, we're going to give everybody an extra week. A chance to get a in. A chance to get it in. We've gotten lots of response, but at the same time, we'd like to give a couple weeks there. I know lots of people are on vacation, and they're backed up on what they're listening to and so forth. So That's right. And maybe we've got the right answer, and maybe we haven't. Oh, I, know, I, don't know, I know I don't have it yet. Uh, not the second one. I, have, I think I have the first one. The second one, I'm still uh, scratching my head That'll over. That'll take some work. But I did, we did get uh, an email from uh, somebody who asked why we haven't talked about all the celebrity deaths that have been going on. And we are... Um, we thought we'd go into, you know, our take and our opinions on the celebs that we have passed on. And I guess we have to start with the ultimate pitch man, the side man of all side men. The number one guy next to Carson every night was uh, Ed McMahon. Ed McMahon. You know, and, and, I mean, now, this was weeks ago. Hey-o! Hey-o! You know, Mr. Bud, Mr. Alpo, Mr. Uh, Star Search. You realize how many people actually? I, I was not a Star Search watcher, but there's a lot of people, big stars like they Dennis Miller, um, uh, Leanne Ryan, Timberlake, Timberlake was Brittany. Yeah, it's just amazing, right? I think Ray Romano was on there. Yeah, just a, comedy, unbelievable the talent that rolled through that program, and he was responsible for it, obviously. Yes, and uh, he had so he had, you know he, like any celeb. In the news, he had his ups and downs. I remember his thing with, uh, well, he divorced several times, lost tons of cash. Right, and, and going kind of bankrupt at the end. Kind of went bankrupt at the end. But, but uh, I heard he got it together, and before he died, he paid off all his debts. Yeah, that's what I understand. I understand he did that as well. Well, he won a huge lawsuit over that black mold in one of his houses. In his houses, right, that was making him sick. That and was making him and his, his whole family. Everybody sick. So uh, I just I remember, you know, I was young when the Carson when, when the Carson show was really big and uh, my parents didn't like me staying up but we would we would sneak down the hall and you know sit in the hallway and we could hear it <laughs> and I, I, I remember his laugh I well I obviously I heard his laugh long before I saw his his face on TV, and we just, my brother and I used to just crack up because he was, his laugh was so funny. And he had just so many great taglines, the things he said in response to Carson, you know. Well, and you know, they always tease, Carson always teased him about being a big drunk. Right. But he really yeah. wasn't. Talk about the pot calling the kettle black oh, on that absolutely. deal. Jeez. Yeah. yeah, for that sure. That show, the Carson show, depending upon the night, could be the most liquid show on television. Yeah, and it depended on who his guests were. I, re- I do remember when they would have like the Rat Packers on. <laughs> you do. Oh, they were toasted. They were back know. in the green room getting ready. Yeah. Um. Some in- and, and yeah, Ed was always jovial, and he was great. I mean, he was, you know. And, I- and uh, uh, you know, as far as his contribution to this country, a World War II fighter pilot. That's right. In the Marines. Uh, re-signed up again for Korea. Yeah, I mean, props all around to the guy. And so we will miss Ed. I know he hadn't really been on TV or in the public eye 
as far as an entertainer too much towards the end. But and a lot of do your Wonder Boy, do you even know who do you remember who Ed McMahon is? Did you ever see him on TV? Maybe once or twice. Like old clips or something? Like Yeah. I can't even can't even imagine what he would have done in this day and age that you would have seen. But we all remember Ed, uh, those of us who are a little older. Double D, you remember Ed? Uh, just a little bit. Like you, I wasn't allowed to really uh, watch the Johnny Carson thing. I well, We just weren't allowed to stay up late. <laughs> well, okay, that might be a little different. Because <laughs> <laughs> in the summer we could, you know, we could right. stay up. Yeah, then, but you had school. Yeah, it wasn't then, so much sometimes that you weren't allowed. You you, you, you just couldn't. You had yeah, to go to bed because you had to go to bed. up we at had, 6 o'clock in the morning. Or we had to get up for practice or whatever. Right, but, yeah, um, you had commitments. But yeah, Ed was a stud. And then well, if, he'll, he'll, he'll be missed, and as uh, Ed would say, Ed, this bud's for you. That's right. <laughs> So that was celeb number one, and they say they go in threes, and there was a there was like a weird, uh, you know, spade of three that just went down real fast. It seems to work that way all the time. Uh, the second one, of course, was, you know, I mean, what else? All you have to say is Michael Jackson, and probably the biggest, hugest international star ever, even over Michael Jordan. I know Michael Jordan went worldwide with his. Uh, you know, basketball playing stuff. But Michael Jackson was, if if he wasn't bigger, he was definitely the first to just cross every line, every racial barrier, every country. Every, everybody loved Michael for a while. <laughs> right. Yeah. Then the problem set in. Yeah. I mean, and this is the thing I have with, uh, with Michael. And I... I, Michael was a freak. There's no question about it. And I, I had some had some demons. issues. And I, you know whether he enjoyed little boys or more than he should have or not. I don't know. I assume he did. I, I know that he paid that guy, the one guy, off quite a bit. And right. there was a lot of damning evidence. And and if that's true, that's sick. It's wrong. I can't. You know, it's just disgusting. And he probably should have been locked up. But on the other hand, and not to excuse, and I'm not excusing that at all. But I, let's just go as an entertainer. Yes. As, a, as an artist, he was just freaking phenomenal. He was groundbreaking in a lot of ways. The way he danced, uh, just electricity in the air. I remember that Motown special where he came out and, that and was did the... Uh, astounding. Did the moonwalk for the first time. And I went to school the next day, and that is all hmm. anybody could talk about. Everyone was trying to figure it out. It was just, it was bigger than like a Super Bowl game. Everybody was like, did you see it? Talking and if you didn't it. see it, you were screwed because there was no internet. And they didn't replay it right away. And so you were just left to imagine what it was that he had done. Okay, that's right where I was. Yeah, I you probably see didn't it. see it. I didn't know what they were talking about. The kids in school, I, I'm like, huh? Yeah, they were what? like, did you Moonwalk. see it last night? Did you see that? And if you didn't see it, you were yeah. just left like, wondering what the hell happened yeah, yeah you know they said that uh fred astaire he was still alive then and that the next day he called michael jackson and he said that you are the greatest natural dancer i've ever seen oh, in well, my life yeah i remember hearing that and, and you just you have to give it to him and mm -hmm. i never saw the i never saw him in concert i actually you know i mean i remember the young michael with the uh the jackson five that was my introduction you know, that's when i first saw him yeah when did you first see him uh i think it was 1967 on the ed sullivan show see that and they, even then that blew my mind it it was this kid is as old as me and what is he a 40 year old midget 
Yeah. He's unbelievable. Mature, like, you know, he had a kid's voice, but he was mature. Yeah, and, and total showman at total nine showman, years old. Knew how to totally the, the work mic, it. the stage, the, the audience. Great. Everything. And then his dad was, of course, just a total well, jackass. Well, you know, and that could be part of the cycle. No, that that is that is the problem. That is the cycle. Because... This was, I guess, this is the point I was gonna, I was gonna go to. Elvis had his days, his moments. JFK, uh, Babe Ruth, all uh, Mickey Mantle, all these huge public figures back in the fifties, I'd say forties through the sixties, basically got a pass from the media. They would cover stuff right. up. They wouldn't report things. We actually, in our lifetime, have witnessed the turning of the media now right now they look for any and every small thing to tear somebody down right so yeah. had michael jackson been around during elvis the, the early beatles and all that stuff probably nobody would have heard this stuff no you and know. the scandal rags the inquirers the yeah, right right or wrong i don't know i'm not one to judge and like i say if he actually was you know, he did that, and he's guilty. This might be a little That's karma right. and retribution going on. Yeah, it's hard to say. But, but. I remember the first time, uh, like I said, I, I, I had Off the Wall, the album, and I had some of his younger stuff. But when Thriller hit, wor the world <laughs> changed. Every MTV changed. Mm -hmm. um, music on the radio changed. Uh, people dressed different. It was insanity hit it was the biggest thing i had ever seen because i didn't witness the beatlemania i was too young I, I didn't really you know see that to me that was that was the beatlemania of my of my time yeah you know, i'd agree with that too you know yeah. i mean all there were all of a sudden there were books posters <laughs> you know t-shirts people wearing that red jacket with the zippers and the one glove, <laughs> and the one glove. yeah it was huge it was huge and then to get vincent price on there and then the, when he had eddie um van halen you know crossover and play guitar on his on his album and all the big stars and everything that, that uh, there, there's no doubt that that album is one of the top 10 greatest probably of all time seven number ones yeah that's yeah. uh Hard to recreate, Crazy. and and he had some good albums after that. Before he kind of, you know, what they say, jumped the shark and um, became mayor of Crazy Town. <laughs> the mayor and all its inhabitants, <laughs> all in one guy. The whole yeah. Lisa Marie Presley freak show, and I mean, he just he was a freak. And but that's the part of the problem when you surround yourself with a bunch of yes men and you. Uh, high, you hold yourself up in your own little universe that you can, you know, afford to live in. Yeah, it's. I, it's, I don't know if it's, it's a true. bittersweet type thing for me, really, because, like I said, seeing him in 1967 for the first time with his brothers and the Jackson Five, and to kind of see that spiraling downward progression that he went through, and then the controversy with what he possibly was involved in, and you know, you have admiration from somebody for someone, but then you you see him going downhill, but. Um, you know, it, you got to give someone a little empathy it, that when they're in the spotlight, because none of us have ever, ever had that light shown on us. Right. I mean, and that's not an easy thing to do, but exactly. you know, it's something he, he, he asked for it and he wanted it. Um, but could he handle it? I guess not. I, I don't, don't think so. Wonder boy. When was, what was your introduction to Michael being, uh, you know, uh, what are you? 16. 15 six, 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 so you're 16. 16 what was your what do you remember how, do, how did you ever hear about michael jackson him holding blanket over the 
ba- Bannister. The baby in the blanket hanging yeah. out. And so you're like, who is this guy? Yeah. And why is everybody wondering why he's holding a baby over the... Yeah, and his n- nose and whatnot. Yeah. That's all. His nose. <laughs> his nose. <laughs> or right. if his it face. was a nose. Or, yeah, whatever. <laughs> or the lack of nose, yeah. Lack of nose or whatever, yeah. Uh, all of that stuff. Because if you look at the album cover of um, Off the Wall, he still had that, you know, good-looking... Um, yeah, he was... He, he was, was a good-looking good guy. guy, and and then you look at him now in that in that video, "Leave Me Alone" and stuff, and you're like, "What the See, hell?" See, and you got to wonder, man? like, what's the level of self loathing that a know. person has to subject themselves to that? Yeah. You know, what well, happened to uh, the other Jackson Five? They're, they're still, still all his brothers. Still, I mean, are they still? In no, music it was only. No, yeah, they they're did still do a tour. Music. They did a tour, but, but they that haven't was, come out with any new music. And that was kind of Michael's good graces to get him back in the game. Yeah. Um, but the, the victory like, tour. One of them is uh, isn't he uh, Islam or something? Jermaine. Jermaine, and then they're like Jehovah's Witness, and uh, I think a lot of them, you know, without the leadership of Michael and his status and everything, that there's got really nothing going. Right. Mm-hmm. You you know the Jackson Four <laughs> yeah, isn't going to cut it because and their dad just screwed them all up. But right. and that's the guy who really should you know should be blamed for a lot of the disaster that's gone on in that family. But the and then the next one, this uh beautiful lady came from my hometown and was uh of course one of Charlie's Angels and we're talking about Farrah Fawcett. Farrah Fawcett. And we actually that wasn't as much of a shock as the Michael thing, but uh, cuz you knew it was We knew it was coming. coming. I thought it was too bad that she died on the same day. Because it kind of took away from the thunder. She was a very sweet person. She was a very nice lady and talented and beautiful, obviously. But she was just, uh, you know, she was just a fresh girl from Houston, Texas that made it to Hollywood, was actually a model. And then when they did the whole Charlie's Angels thing, it took off. And, um, I mean, she did, she became actually a serious actress with The Burning Bed. And uh, when she, hooked up with Ryan O'Neill and, and stuff and did some movies and she was, uh, she was a true, you know, success story out of Hollywood. I think, I mean, she had some, I guess they had some, she had trouble or they, they had trouble staying together. Her and remember when she married Lee majors, right? Yeah. The million dollar man. <laughs> that was awesome. And so, uh, you had the, the million dollar man and the angel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I actually met her one time. Uh, actually I saw her several times, there was this really ritzy mall in Houston. I believe it's still there. It's called the Galleria. And it's all high-end stores, and they have an ice skating rink. And um, I think I've heard of that. Yeah, it's really high-end, and um, we didn't go over there too much. But her dad was her dad made a ton of money in something, and he was a Houston I think he was a, was he a builder or something? Something or? like that. I, I don't know what he did. But she and her sisters... Came, we're at the mall and they were promoting something and because they were local celebs at this time and i believe this was right before she hit the charlie's angels thing and uh she was really nice shook our hands and her sisters were beautiful too and um you know it was just really sweet girls they were obviously older than i was i was quite a bit younger but i still knew they were beautiful <laughs> yeah well <laughs> my first introduction to manhood well, I, along with uh, probably most of uh, all the other guys that I knew, when that poster of her came out, oh yeah, <laughs> it was 
<laughs> it was about that was uh, well to coin a phrase the only softcore porn that your mom would let in the house. Not and even my then, mom. Oh well, it was precedent, but I got it in there. Uh, yeah, my mom, bless her heart, she was uh, good. She is still a good Baptist uh, mom. And uh, my dad, of course, deacon in the church and all that stuff, would not let me have that. I asked, actually asked, can I have the poster? Oh, no way. There is no way you can ever have that poster. Well, on my birthday, probably when I was around, I don't know. I don't remember. What year did that thing come out? Do you remember? Was it 75? Uh, yeah, or 76. Six. 75 or 76. Right in there. Yeah, right when I was hitting the big puberty. <laughs> and my, uh, my neighbor friend down the street actually bought it for me for my birthday and said, you know, we don't have to tell your mom. And I and in my room, I had this big poster of Hank Aaron. So <laughs> she was behind, she was behind Hank Aaron. <laughs> so, mom, if you're listening, <laughs> I had the Farrah poster. Uh, she's a mom. She and, probably knew uh, anyhow. So a lot of t- I spent some time holding that Hank Aaron poster up with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> you mean to get to the Farrah poster? Oh, yeah, yeah, just to look. I mean, I like Hank Aaron too, you know, hammer and Hank. But well, come on. Yeah, hang, you know, you lift it up and there she was. She was my angel. Uh, angel do you remember, in uh, the do you know who Farrah is, Wonder Boy? Not really. Yeah, I didn't think, but you do. Yeah, I, I you remember was, the poster. I didn't even ask if I could get the poster because I knew the answer. My cousin had the poster. It was like. It was the poster. It's, oh, yeah. It's not. They sold it everywhere. It's not. Like the poster of, I mean, it is the poster. And do you still have it? Uh, no, it did part a long time Jim ago. Jim Deal, I was just gonna say, it yeah. wore out a long time ago. He yeah. still has his. Jim he got his, his at Seven Eleven for ninety nine cents. <laughs> ninety nine cents Sits. with a Slurpee or something. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> and like th- then, not re- some reproduction, right? And uh, that's but he has cool. everything from then. So I gotta say, God bless uh, Farah, and yeah. well, um, at least to her advantage uh, or to her family's advantage with all the spotlight being on michael jackson at least it will keep all the vipers off uh their family while they you know put her to rest and actually so. she got she her service uh her funeral service was that like the chapel of the angels or something really apropos down in la great you know, very classy all all around there so uh good thoughts on farah and then, uh, so those were the first, those were the big three, the first big that three was, that went yep. down. And so now we have uh, two more, and I, so I guess that means we're waiting on the third, which is, I mean, that's kind of a morbid thing to say, but right. if they right. go in threes, which is kind of the weird pattern that goes on, the next one has to be the ultimate pitch man. And you know, we had Ed McMahon, who was like the big pitch man in probably, what, the 60s and 70s? Right. And this guy following in his footsteps, and I bet he learned a lot from Ed. And that would be Billy Mays. Billy Mays. And what were you saying about the South? Well, I was wondering if he would have been born in the South if he would have went by Willie Mays. <laughs> See, I don't know, because <laughs> Willie Mays was, uh, you know. Well, the name was already taken. Yeah, it was, and by a famous guy. But <laughs> but Billy Mays, you know, I don't know that much about Billy Mays, although I did. I It was really weird. I listened to um, Dennis Miller, uh, his radio show and podcast and stuff, and oh, just about two weeks ago, he interviewed him, and it was crazy because this guy told his story about how he had come out of New Jersey, out of the um, boardwalk area, and would go down there, and they would pitch all kind of stuff, and, and um, he then started, uh, it got discovered or whatever, and they would invite him to the, the fair shows, and he w- went all around the country and 
pitching stuff and then eventually wound up on TV. Could sell, as they say, ice to Eskimos. I uh, First time I used to, I saw him on TV, I couldn't stand that guy. Because <laughs> you know, he, he, he was loud. At you. Oxyclean, <laughs> it put this and that and it's all bubbly or whatever. It's <laughs> like, who's hey. this clown? But after a while, because he stuck with it and, and why people kept hiring him, I don't know. Because if they had pulled me, I would have said, get him out of there. But they kept on him and he must have worked. They must have sold stuff. And pretty soon yeah. it became an institution and you kind of liked the guy. Right. You know, the whole that whole double, you know, point towards you. I'm Billy Mays. <laughs> Come buy this thing. And... Um, so yeah, he was actually an interesting cat. And what what didn't he have a TV show that he just started? <laughs> yeah, he did, he he did just started a TV show on Discovery, and they've put out six eggs, eggs or seven. So. so do you think they finished it? They have it like in they the can. Prob- they probably have have a few few more left in the can, but that's probably it. So do you think did they conclude it or no? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. No, I think I, they were I gonna wa- keep running it. Have you I watched think, any of it? I've, I've watched, watched a few. I've watched a few, and so is it like a I reality think, show where people are trying to become a pitch man? I don't or know. I just think he's really arrogant. <laughs> really? Yeah, I thought he was really arrogant. I thought well, he was, you know, was he just, trying to be Simon Cowell or something? I don't know who that is. But <laughs> 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 oh, no, I don't know. Wonder Boy. It's a whole other your, episode. Your dad, you know who Simon Cowell is? Simon, Simon Cowell is from uh, American Idol. Hey, thank you. He's the evil person off of it. He's the one that tells the truth. Everybody goes, he's kind of a jerk. To be British judge. But what would would he do that that kind of made you think that? I'm just curious. You want to get that on? Get that? Wonder Boy? I don't know. Was he just rude or mean? He just wanted everything his way and it it was always right. It didn't matter what it was. It was, well, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. All I know is that uh, he, you know, he was successful at what he did, and he was in the public well, eye. Well, that's probably how he got to be successful. Is he was he, <laughs> he was, was right, and he wasn't going to be told he couldn't do anything or shouldn't do anything. He knew what he was doing, and but he's the ultimate like uh, he American got success it. story, though. Success and you know, what's strange is both. Uh, what is it? Uh, is there a threat to fifty-year-olds? Because I'm glad I'm fifty-two. Because <laughs> both him and Michael Jackson were fifty. Yeah, fifty. 50. Yeah, hold was so Farrah. you made it over the. Uh, Farrah. She was over. She was over fifty, wasn't she? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think she was? But and this guy, the next guy, definitely was older. He just passed away. Uh, probably like a week or a couple of weeks ago, and that was Carl Malden. Carl Malden. And I know a lot of people are going to What a schnoz. Who? Carl Malden, but Streets of San Francisco. Streets he was the classic kind of cop look for a while, you know, where he had the sort of that. The fedora. The fedora hat and the trench coat. And uh, he was also in On the Waterfront. Great show. He and the, uh, he was the priest, and, you know, along with Marlon. And, and his guy. young co star in the Streets of San Francisco, a young Michael Douglas. Exactly. Yeah, I just remember those guys roaring up and down that uh, the hill, you know, in the cars. The <laughs> the, the windy thong, one in thong. San Francisco. Yeah, the windy one and those and the the one that comes down in a layer of hills where it comes down and then levels out, goes down. And the car was always just wasn't flying. that a Boom. a red and white? No, a Trina. <laughs> no, no, that was Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. This was okay. black and white, man. <laughs> okay, wasn't that an orange? Well, if it was, <laughs> if it was red and white, it, that was when uh, that was probably when it was on Turner Network, and they were doing the old colorization. Wasn't that an orange Charger with a rebel flag on the hood? I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> they were chasing, out chasing Boss Hog. But I always liked Carl Malden, and he did American Express commercials. Yeah, yeah that's uh, he, right. He was around quite a bit. I, I always liked Carl, and he, he had that gravelly voice. And he should know. have got the Oscar for On the Waterfront with Brando. I, I agree. He was great in that. 
So anyway, that's our take on some of the celeb deaths that have happened. I mean, it, it's stuff that uh, we're going to, you know, when you're in the public eye and everybody follows your every move, then you make, I guess you make, make big news going out the door, too, as well. That's so, true. But uh, sure, there'll be more through the summer. And, uh, oh, well, Steve McNair died. Do you that hear about could, that? Maybe that would be the next group Well, he of got three. killed, basically. Yeah, there's some. I wonder if that's going to mess with Vince Young's head. You know, I'm a big Vince Young fan because he went to the U- University of Texas, mm-hmm. and he's kind of had that. He he started out gangbusters at Tennessee, and then he sort of fell off a little bit because I guess head case type things. And Steve McNair was like his dad, like his ultimate role model. Role model, and some chick apparently Sounds shot like him and then killed suicide. herself. She was like 20. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I mean the details and stuff. I don't, you know, I don't. Doesn't sound good. Don't want to get into it, but. That was a shot. I was surprised about that because McNair Aaron was McNair. a really stand-up guy. Where did he play at in college? Oh, man. Now, did he play uh, at like, uh, one of the Grambling type schools? Something like that, yeah. And, uh, Howard he was, or Jackson he was actually, State? Or... He was actually a Houston Oiler for like a nanosecond. And Before that was the year they moved. They became the Titans. Then they were Titans, went to the Super Bowl. Biggest, one of the worst memories of my life. <laughs> I stuck with the Oilers my entire life coming out of Houston. Earl Campbell was there, Bum Phillips kicking on the door, all the years of going nowhere, and then they leave town, and like a year or two later, go to the Super Bowl. Dan Pastorini. So, no, I love Dan Pastorini. <laughs> That's, yeah, I could go all day about the Oilers, so we'll, we'll shut that down. But anyway, so he did, get, he did pass away. Uh, but let's go, let's turn the corner here and, and lighten things up a little bit. And we have uh, this day in rock history, and we kind of okay. backed up a little he, bit on it, but let's let's roll through this kind of quickly. All right. Well, why don't you do yours first? Because yours is a little uh, more in the earlier part of the month. Uh, uh, this day was, in rock history. Yeah, this was actually uh, took place on July fifth, and it involves the the original king of rock and roll. I would <laughs> That's say, right? Not the king of pop. Not just the, the king king. of pop. This was the king of rock and roll, and that would be Elvis. And on July fifth, he was working with uh, Bill Black and Scotty Moore. Uh, for the first time, those were some of his backup uh, musicians. Players. And they were fooling around in studio with this uptempo version of That's All Right, That's Mama. That's All Right, Mama. That's All Right with me. And, of course, Sam Phillips was in there. And, of course, and he was digging what they were doing. So he laid down the tracks and recorded it. Became his first number one hit, That's All Right, Mama. Then that was laid down the tracks were laid down july 5th and of course as they say the, the rest, rest is, history. is history sun records a yellow sun record from uh if i could if there was a moment of rock history time that i could go back to it would be that that elvis blast no, because that, that be with buddy holly and all the guys hitting at that time that really just blew everybody's head yeah that would really be cool to see so that was at the beginning of the month that was at the beginning of the month. Okay, well, now this one's a little more in the middle of the month. And uh, this kind of relates to an anniversary in rock and roll history that's uh, coming up this year. On July 11th, 1970, um, as it is going to be the 40th anniversary of this little music festival that uh, they held up in uh, upstate New York yeah. that uh, a million people showed up for. Some goofballs farm. <laughs> yeah, Xer's farm. He had no idea what he was getting to, and he said, okay. <laughs> and the and it was rainy and muddy. and, and uh, How many people uh, originally attended that? 
Well, supposedly they said it was half a million. Okay. Were you there, Double D? <laughs> no. <laughs> how old were you I in was thr- In what? In 69. In 69. Two. Two. But how many people claim to have been oh, there? Oh, 40. 40 million. Oh, my God. Everybody in the country. To, I have <laughs> talked to so many ex- hippies and you know the people who were around during that time oh they were all supposedly at woodstock i was there Uh, and you just like go okay i saw hendrix and it was nighttime no it wasn't it was during the daytime during the day (laughs) they tell their story and it's so messed up you're going come on man i've seen the movie yeah and then they claim (laughs) i was wasted yeah they were it was the bad acid it was the blue acid don't take the blue acid yeah it was (laughs) but that wasn't that was another you know, turning pivotal moment in rock history. It was. So, but anyhow, on July 11th, 1970, the soundtrack of Woodstock uh, had been number one for four weeks. Wow, really? Number one for four weeks yeah. on the album charts. Oh, 1969, Summer of Love. And we're Summer. supposedly we're reliving it now in, in, you know, memory or whatever. And you go to Target and all these places. And it's all this retro summer so, of love stuff. Are they going to do another festival? They're going to try to do a 40th anniversary I heard, Woodstock show. I heard, but because if it's it like on... that lame one where nobody had water and they started lighting everything on fire. Yeah, no, that was the modern day Woodstock that sucked. That was that was brutal. You know which festival? The only festival I like that that I ever went to. And uh, I mean, we had the Texas Jam, and that was cool. But the only really huge festival was the US Festival, and everyone seems to have forgotten that. And that was down in California. That was a good one. Right out. It was awesome, man. Yeah, they had some they were that was tell, a great Everyone lineup. was talking about how oh, it had no soul and it was real corporate and blah, blah, blah. Wasn't that like one of the first things that Apple sponsored or something? That was the first. Well, it was one of the founders of Apple. And it was actually the first time a Jumbotron was ever used. Blew our minds. You know, the fact that we were, you know, a half a mile back <laughs> and you a, could see them on the screen. We were screen. freaked out. That, yeah. yeah, I didn't go to the first night, but I went to the next two. That's always a plus at a big show, the yeah, old Jumbotron. So we got another one? Okay, and the last one is uh, for this week, uh, July 18th, 1991, uh, in a move that I'm sure she's come to a regret. Uh, <laughs> Nightingale, Nightingale singer Whitney Houston marries Bobby Brown at oh, her New geez. Jersey estate. That was probably one of many that she wishes she could go back and change. <laughs> yes, because, you know, then she was on with I Barbara. wish it would change and they would all go away. It's, it's a, what a long, strange trip it's been. But she, uh, I just it, remember. Can, the, can we please hop off that train? Oh, she needs to get off of it. But oh. the, the interview with Barbara Walters, when she said crack is whack. Yeah, <laughs> it denied using the crack. That was that was classic. Well, if there was ever a poster child for a crack hoe. <laughs> You know, I would, have to, I would have to nominate her. Talk about the inner demons oh, and the downslide. Man. All right. Well, so that's not that's not so great of history, but it's there. So it's it happened. There. And uh, speaking of rock and celebs and stuff, let's go with some birthdays. Happy, happy birthday to me. All right. Well, we're have to do a couple birthdays uh, that are rock and roll related this uh, episode. And uh, the first one, this guy's definitely a rock and roll Hall of Famer. That's undeniable. Is he in? He is definitely in. Oh, good. And uh, he was born on July 28th, 1943. And uh, I just give you a little clue and then everybody will know who I'm talking about. 
Well, we're going to let these guys. We're going to let Does, Double D guys. Okay, this is the clue. <laughs> Lips. I'm ready. Lips. Lips, Lips is the clue. You got to know who that is. Didn't he have an engineering degree? Or is he accounting? Uh, his father is an economist at uh, oh, yeah, Oxford a, or yeah, one of the from major. England. From the England. Big rock Lips. bands of all times. I don't know. You got any crickets to be playing? They roll. Their logo is related to Lips, the band that he's in. They, they have actually, a logo. Kiss? Kiss. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Oh, it's like Rolling Stones, man. Mick Jagger. It's Mick Jagger. Well, well how does that have to do with Lips? <laughs> oh, have you ever seen him? <laughs> They drag on the ground when he walks. Yeah, Mick he has got to roll him up so he doesn't trip. He's got some ample Brilliant. lips. Okay, well, yeah. So Mick, I just you just showed my ignorance again. Yeah. The amazing thing about uh, that crossover with the Beatles and the Stones, just in a nutshell, Beatles came from really you know blue collar, right? A rough, really a rougher background. Really, a, and they were rough characters, and but they, they were they the good them, boys. They cleaned them up and shipped them over as the good boys, and the Stones were all like you know. Little college, upper crust. Yeah, college degrees, upper crust. And they came over and they're the wild yeah, man. they were the bad boys, right. Yeah, that was right. amazing. Well, anyhow, Mick Jagger's uh, lips, I, from what I hear, have been giving satisfaction for 65 years. Nice. <laughs> I can't get no. <laughs> and uh, then I think we spoke about this guy in a, in a controversy involving Kiss a few episodes back. Oh, uh, Mr. Supernatural. Yes, and uh, his birthday is July 30th. Uh, 1947. We light he'll, some incense on he'll that be, day? He'll be 61, but spiritually. Yeah, he's like 14. <laughs> he might be much older or younger. We don't know. <laughs> but uh, it's uh, Spacey Carlos Santana. Santana. Yeah, so. I like, I love Santana's music, but he can get a little, uh, you know, whatever, kind of over the top with <laughs> all of his, uh, you know, Muju Mojo stuff. He can. Him and Stevie Wonder. Could you imagine a conversation between both of those guys? No, I can't. Because they both it's, have like the spaciest raps still when they're be talking. Go- still be going. You have to uh, accentuate the beautiful on a different plane and level. And uh, then as we come together in the cosmos. And <laughs> but unite, it's an astral kind of uh, that's love. That's right. That Where we will meet. I mean, what the heck are you talking about, yeah, man? Well, but they make good music. So they do. They we'll do. And that. a great guitar player. And so let's do a little bit of the uh, Beyond. Well, we have to go to the other side every week and uh, check in and and uh, try to ship them some cake and ice cream and uh, in, in case that's not available. Do they get on the that where side. they're at? Do they I, get, I wonder if they get recognized. This was the day you were born. If there's or if, or if your death day is a bigger deal, <laughs> there better be some cake and ice oh, cream no. on the other side. Uh, <laughs> if I'm going, yeah. I want cake and ice cream for yeah, sure. I'll, I'll put in a request every year. First. Every year, <laughs> celebrate my birth, please. So uh, from the other side. Let's start with an underrated, to me, athlete who didn't get his credit during the time that he was playing, and he should have. Bill Buckner. Bill Buckner, right. (laughs) That was because everybody in Boston went after him, right? That's why he's not living anymore. No, Bill, if you're alive, and I think you are, (laughs) we're just kidding. But no, they they called him Sweetness. Oh, Walter. Walter Payton. uh, Yeah. He would have been 54 years old this year. He was born July 25th. Great. He went way too young. Went way too young. Yeah. Chicago Bears Hall of Famer. Tough guy for his size. I have size. his rookie card. And the guy did not run out of bounds. He never ran no, out of bounds. No, and he, he would hit you head on. He, he, put, he was an amazing runner. He was a load. And uh, I never saw a guy who could who could come out the backfield Going towards the you know going towards the sideline at a, a going sideways and then turn on the jets and head up field faster in my life. Yes, and and one of my favorite things too about Walter is 
I don't know who was running his endorsement deals, <laughs> but he wore the funkiest football shoes anybody could uh, wear. But he made them stylish, the old kangaroos. Yeah, well, he was the original of the you know wearing the different. Uh, <laughs> did they have the pouch on him? I think that was only the street version. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the street version had the zipper. I'll just be curious what he kept in those during the game. <laughs> what's the What's the next one? Okay, and last. Well, we've already discussed him, and uh, this kind of came up as a birthday from beyond. So, um, all of as, a sudden, as well, all of a sudden, as we bid him adieu, we also uh, have to this week uh, wish him happy birthday. Uh, born July twentieth, nineteen fifty-eight, would have been fifty years old. The pitch man himself, wow. Billy Mays. Billy Mays. Uh, that's got to be tough on the family. Don't you think? I mean, the guy just passed away, and then his birthday comes. And then up. his birthday, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be that, that is, would be really hard. As so. Bill Murray said, in "What about Bob?" That's a little rough on the fam. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little rough on the family. All right, well, uh, another fine show, and we thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, again, we hope your summer. You think going it was a great. fine show? I thought this was a fine show. All right, I'll go with that. Yeah, I thought we uh, talked about uh, you know celeb deaths, and then we. Transition smoothly into some, uh, you know, rock history. The and podcast audience was saying, we'll be the judge of that. That's right. Oh, they trust yeah, me. Yeah, let us know. They'll let, let us, us know. know. Let us know what you think. If we sucked, please let us know because uh, we'll continue to we suck as long be, as we can. That's right. But we don't want to be the suckiest sucks that ever suck. No, Homer, we don't. <laughs> but anyway, for uh, Big Joe, Double D, and Wonder Boy, we want to thank you guys and uh, continue to enjoy your summer. Be safe out there, and we will see you guys next week. Moving forward, using all my breath Making love to you was never second best I saw the world crashing all around your face Never really knowing it was always and lace. I'll stop the world and melt with you.